This is Ira Glass of This American Life, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Kostaki. We're just trying to cut our costs and survive. Does my wife's sort of job situation throw off a cliff, too? We're in kind of a tough spot. We're both sort of dependent upon people being out and about to do what we do. Yes, a new interview with Kostaki. Uh, called him out there in Los Angeles to see how he's handling the uh, current COVID-19 crisis and whatnot. Uh, we will have a song of the week coming up from the weekend. I'm a little late to the party on this one, but not real late. Uh, the party's still going on, <laughs> as it were. So stay tuned for that. Uh, a couple of dumb bits from the vault for you right now. Tonight, it's the home remodeling program for the rest of us. It's HGTV's This House is Fine, Just the Way It Is. Hello. Oh, your colors are great. Your furniture looks both stylish and comfortable. And I love the window treatment. This house is fine just the way it is. So long. This house is fine just the way it is on HGTV. Followed by, oh my God, what did you do to my living room? First, there was Vanilla Coke. Then, Pepsi jumped on the bandwagon with Pepsi Vanilla. And now, Pepsi is trying to rip off Coke in an even bigger way. Introducing Pepsi Coke. It's Pepsi with the flavor of Coke. Mmm, I haven't had Pepsi this good since the last time I had a Coke. That's because the can says Pepsi, but the taste says Coke. Wow, Pepsi Coke is awesome. See, some 20-something gulped it down and said it was awesome, so it's gotta be good. And it comes in every possible variety. There's Diet Pepsi Coke 1, Caffeine-Free Pepsi Coke, Caffeine-Free Diet Pepsi Coke, Cherry Pepsi Coke, Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue, and Caffeine-Free Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue with Caffeine. Wow, I had no idea the taste of all my favorite Pepsi flavors would taste better with a taste of Coke. Take the Pepsi Coke taste test today and see if you can tell if you're tasting Pepsi or Coke or both. Pepsi Coke. It's the Pepsi name you know with the taste of Coke you love. Kostak is a stand-up comedian originally from Atlanta, Georgia. He likes the football, the poker, and, of course, the standing-up comedy. And uh, we got to chat with him and see uh, what he's doing now during the lockdown and uh, how he's uh, how he's still uh, putting out uh, stuff creatively. So here now is our interview with Kostaki. as well so i back up all right cool man well great uh finally uh, glad we finally got to get to put this together it's um it's actually about a year since we spoke i reckon it would have been about this time you would have come back to minneapolis or somewhere where i would uh be able to interview you for a club date oh man i'm, I'm losing you oh wait yeah can you hear me yes but okay. it's kind of hot cold sometimes i lose you oh here, let, me, let me adjust my microphone and turn up the gain. Well, gain's all the way up, and I'm speaking right into the microphone. All right, let's are you see, I'm looking at my end? I think I've got. I shouldn't. Let's let's give it a few beats before we start. Let's okay, sure. Go ahead, t- talk talk again. All right. Um, testing testing. I've got the uh, air conditioning yeah, on, but good. that shouldn't affect things. Uh, I'm right it's up on the microphone. Sounds. Okay. I've got plenty of bars. Okay, I think we're good. All right, cool. It sounds good on my end. All right. So. Um, Anyway, as I was saying, uh, it's uh, about a year since we spoke, so I reckon you probably would have been had a date in Mi- Minneapolis around this time, uh, if I calculate correctly. Um, yeah. But um, you, 
But you've been keeping well busy uh, with the football stuff, even though there's no football either. But you've, I've seen you doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I've been kind of embracing the wackiness of our new lives. And uh, I've got a bunch of uh, social media things I'm doing, including a fantasy throwback. We should have you on there as a contestant. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a, it's no. a fantasy football game show I've been doing on Facebook Live. Uh, I should tell Josh Need about that. He'd be keen. I, you know, I haven't done fantasy football in like three or four years. I just completely lost my uh passion for it and i have a few friends like that they're just they're like lapsed catholics they just yeah they just played they play well, constantly for 20 years yes and they're like i'm done <laughs> well you know what i think the problem is and i think we discussed this last time was my childlike enthusiasm for the nfl has really gone downhill with the Kaepernick thing, with the Los Angeles Chargers, with the fact that my team for most of the last 20 years since it came back has been terrible. So I, I think all those factors. But you know what's really weird? I hate to sound like Kramer on Seinfeld, but literally last year, I loved watching the CFL. <laughs> I, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I still like football. I think it's the, uh, yeah, I, it's it's the, I like the, uh, I like the food. I just don't like that particular flavor, I reckon. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. I, yeah. I get it. It's uh, I totally understand. Yeah, it's a lot of what it is, and if you're not digging what it is, it's too much of that thing. That's for sure. Yeah, I think the big thing st- started though was the fact that my team has just been terrible, and uh, so that's that's part of the the main problem. And the, the the fact the Los Angeles Chargers and then the Kaepernick thing didn't really help. I know they're trying to fix the Kaepernick thing. But uh, and the Browns might be able to be fixed, but this whole last and the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders I don't care about, but the Los Angeles Chargers to me, man, that is just an abomination. That's almost <laughs> almost as bad as the Browns. <laughs> it's interesting. I I get it. I understand. You know, people. The Rams in particular. I happen to know the numbers because I was curious about it. They were worth about a billion dollars in real value when they were in St. Louis. And they moved, and in year one, they were worth $2 billion. So, of course you move. I mean, it's yes. a business. You're well, trying to make money. You can double a billion dollars by moving. Of course you move. So I I get it, and I've kind of been defending, you know, that kind of a thing. Well, the Rams I get. But, I feel badly for my friend Greg Warren uh, because he's lost two football teams now. Do I talk about a guy <laughs> who's totally done with the NFL? Him and his dad are like, no, never again. <laughs> But um, the Rams thing, I get. They came from L.A. They went back to L.A. That's fine. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. But the Chargers moving, you know, from what I understand, people in Los, act properly in Los Angeles aren't keen on the Chargers. Maybe if you live in Orange County because you're halfway between the two, it doesn't matter where the Chargers are. They're still the Chargers. But, you know, clearly it was a money grab totally and completely and not really, you know, because, oh, well, the fans aren't supporting us in San Diego anymore. Well, rubbish. Well, they sure are. Right, right. Well, to be fair, though, it is San Diego is, in my opinion, one of the great cities. It's the climate's perfect. And oh, it's yeah. Awesome. But, but it is a very small place. It's very, it's hard to draw a lot of. I've been to a Padres game there, and the Padres never sold that well either, just because there's there aren't that many humans in that part of the world. It's, well, it's not a very big city. Well, the Padres I could actually see moving because, yeah, tr- historically, even in the years where they were competitive. They didn't really draw that well, but then the team years when the Chargers really weren't that great, they still drew over fifty thousand people at that stadium. So, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try. I mean, I, I'm still I'm in LA in the yard, and I've got a helicopter going overhead. Uh oh, any trouble? The, yeah, lots of trouble. 
Oh, the toddler definitely knows what police helicopters are. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, are you like? <laughs> I don't want to know exactly where you are, but are you like? Are you in the valley? Or are you closer to like what? What area of town are you in? We're south of Hollywood. Okay, I, I jumped on my bike and went for a ride a couple of weeks ago, and I, you know, when some of the some of the troubles started, and uh, it was fascinating. There were peaceful protesters and cool vibe and. Guys with machine guns closing down part of Sunset. And it was, you know, there were other different sort of units of cops and National Guardsmen. And it was, it was really an interesting scene. I was, I'm glad I got out I, there. I saw you post about that on social media. Yeah. How were you liking uh, Los Angeles overall? I know you moved to be, uh, so you could be closer to your oldest uh, you know, more often because uh, your, her, mom got a gig out there and you're like well i can work anywhere and your new wife was nice enough to say so can i <laughs> and uh yeah right. and, and off yeah, you we, went but... we just up and came with the kids so yeah yeah i wouldn't have picked it but you know there's some things about it that are great the climate is crazy good yes i mean it's and we have a we lived in a nice but tiny little new york apartment and so you know we're happy to not be in new york right now it's you know, we we have a little private yard and a fire pit and a hammock and oh, there you go. You know, we've just we've just been locked down and hanging out here. You know, trying to increase our wackadoo little revenue streams and not go anywhere. And so this has actually been a really good place to be for that. You know, because the weather's beautiful. It's nice all the time. We're stuck in a house and you know we got two floors and a little more space than we used to have. And well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We were there last summer, and uh, I go back and forth on uh, talk about childlike enthusiasm. I always was a big, you know, fan of California even before I lived there, probably largely due to the Beach Boys, and of course, and then the entertainment industry and all that. But um, and then when I went out there in '82, I liked it. And we were out there last summer. It's like I still liked it, but of course, you know, I realized you can unless you have a real steady gig uh, and are making decent money. It's kind of rough to live out there. And secondly, we drove from, we stayed in Anaheim across from Disneyland and drove, I drove up to Studio City to be on Pat Francis's podcast. And I was, the whole drive there, I was kind of like, eh, this doesn't look a whole lot better than Cleveland or Dayton or anywhere else, if being right. honest. No, yeah, that's right. It's not nearly as beautiful as it looks on TV, that's for sure. No, spots are. Um, we drove up the coast. That was gorgeous. Uh, we drove down to the beach in Orange County, uh, to Seal Beach into that area, and that's fantastic. And right. very underrated, met cute little seaside town, Seal Beaches. But yeah, but just the rest of Los Angeles is just, you know, it's just suburban, urban America. <laughs> I know. It's a lot of strip malls, a lot of yeah. traffic, a lot yes. of... And again, well, we're somewhat lucky in that we came and we knew the, we knew the lay of the land because we had both lived here before, before we met each other. And we got a place that was near the school, so we don't really drive much, you know? Right? And, it, you know... Probably three months ago, I would occasionally go out and do a gig here and there. But for the most part, when I was home, I would just be home. And we would just drive to and from school half of the time, you know. So yeah. it's we weren't really in the mix of the traffic. The, the traffic is where you want to just like, you know. Oh, my God. Like, what am I doing with my life? Why, <laughs> why am I here? Yeah. It was it's definitely the place where you can look at your watch and go, oh, I can't go there now. I can't get there from here. It's four yeah. o'clock it's not possible to get there right now oh, i was crazy um, we'd look at the gps yeah. and be like yeah and we figured it out like we had to, the day before i went up to studio city at that time of day i'm like looking like okay so tomorrow let me plan this out and it was like 
yeah, it's going to take you two and a half hours to get from Anaheim to Studio City. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. I, back in the day, when I used to do more sets when I was in town, if I got one down and like, uh, for instance, uh, Irvine had an improv. I worked there one week. I would just drive there at noon and go to the library. Like there was no uh, way to get yeah. there. Makes sense. Right before a show, yeah. it wasn't possible. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's Irvine, for God's sake. Oh, I, I know you can't. I mean, you're driving through like you know gigantic metro areas at rush hour. It's not. It's just kill yourself. It's crazy. So before all this, were you taking the kids to like Disneyland and, and places like that there, or are they are they not keen? We've done some of that, actually. Funny enough, we, we did that when we came out here on a trip, and so we kind of checked that box. But we've done some of the other kind of cool things. We A few months back, we went to the um, the Magic Castle. Are you familiar with that? It's so cool. It's, no. it's basically ground zero of nerdy magician land. Uh, okay. And you, yeah. And you have to be invited. It's an old oh. castle. It's sort of been redone and... They own it, and it's like a club. It's a little bit like the Friars Club for magicians. Huh. Um, and they have shows and dinners, and you have to kind of get an invite, and you can go. And they have a piano that plays itself and takes requests in the bar. And they've got these really cool magic shows. They have up-close sort of table magic, and they've got these big theater magic shows. And it's a neat place. So, yeah, we've done some of that show-busy stuff here. It's a little bit here and there. It's cool. Yeah, we had to be uh, pretty judicious. We actually, you know, thought we'd, we'd have plenty of time to do everything, and of course we didn't. We had to skip a lot of things. Uh, so maybe we'll come back out when all this is over and and do some more stuff. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's perfect to visit. I mean, I, I don't know if I would pick to live here, but it's... Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Yeah, I just kind of... It's, it's like you said. I mean, we, we came from New York City, so we came from the only place maybe on Earth that you could come from and look at the prices and go, well, Right, yeah, yeah. cheap. Or San Francisco, you know? maybe, the only other one. <laughs> right. Which I guess is even yeah. crazier. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know friends uh, that live out in... Uh, they live out in the Inland Empire, and they seem fun. They come to Los Angeles every now and then for a show, but they... I, I think they... Very rarely do they uh, venture out of San Bernardino County. There, That's, um, yeah, right. So, what kind of things are you up to uh, overall? With you know, you said you have all these different wacky revenue streams going. I guess you're still doing the the, the quick snaps and all that sort of thing. Yeah, we do, we do we do quick snaps. We haven't done it in a little while here, but we'll probably do one here soon. It's the it's a podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's it's mostly NFL kind of topical jokes and guy talk. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably do one here about the new Kaepernick chapter. Um, and uh, I, you know, I, I get some money from writing greeting cards here and there. I used to do I, that. I only sold one, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I love that. I've been playing online poker, which I used to do. Oh, that's right. I almost, yeah. I almost quit my uh, night job for my night job back in the day. So I've really taken a deep dive back into that, and I'm enjoying that, making some money from that. And, you know, we applied for unemployment, and it's just there's so many. I get some royalties from Sirius when they play my stuff, and that's been great. And so we're just trying to cut our costs and survive. Because my wife's sort of job situation fell off a cliff, too. So we're in kind of a a tough spot. We're both sort of dependent upon people being out and about to do what we do. Exactly. So we're just trying to kind of hunker down and survive and 
raise a toddler. That's the thing, man. I mean, I nev- I've never had less time to myself than I do yeah. now. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it's amazing, we though. We scheduled this talk for nap time, right? I, right, so yeah, exactly. Free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's funny, you know, I've, I've been, weirdly, I've, even though some of my revenue has disappeared, I've still been crazy busy because um, the t-shirt company I work for has been super busy. Um, I sort of got laid off uh, last fall when sales were down, but I was still on the payroll, but just doing different things and getting paid kind of here and there. And then April, they finally said, well, we're going to need you back full time. So I'm back oh, doing wow. that. Yeah. So that was nice. I'm producing a podcast for a nice lady. It's an aviation podcast uh, and oh. doing some social media stuff for a restaurant chain here in town. So, but, Oh, um, cool. Yeah. But it's weird. Uh, you were saying how you were kind of watching it. My wife's commented how much less – we spend on, you know, just stuff because normally on a weekend we'd go out and just go bum around a shopping center, you know, one of those lifestyle centers or whatever, or just be out and about and just you just spend money not even knowing it. Well, now you can't right. go anywhere. You can't really spend any money. And we'll get we'll get takeout food once a week, but we've been cooking a lot at home. I've never done so many dishes in my life. I know. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, of course, I didn't th- think about it, but as a comic, I mean, there's big chunks of your time that you're eating in an airport and a restaurant and the comedy club and you're driving through on your way to something in Idaho and like very few of my meals were just sit and cook at home situation and now it's almost every one of them it's a dramatic difference it is (laughs) if you become a better cook no I'm still terrible uh and I've actually tried to move the other direction I'm trying to convince my wife to eat more sort of just like raw and soups (laughs) and crackers and cucumbers and hummus like i prefer no cooking and cleanup kind of we we've got paper plates now and paper bowls just you, so we don't, you know <laughs> so we're not killing each other over the so you mentioned social media i should do plugs on, on wednesday nights yeah. i do fantasy throwback it's my fantasy it's 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 basically we take a game usually a kind of a classic one in nfl lore okay and we introduce the two contestants to it we talk a little bit about what they are, who they are, and you know what their connection is to fantasy. And then we do a mini draft. We have eight players from that one game, and they have a ah. draft. They kind of go back and forth and pick, and then we watch highlight package of the game and see who won. It's pretty cool. Now that um, I could do because um, I, of course, one of my jobs with the shirt company is I'm also the staff historian. So I actually end up writing a lot about the history of these, you know, defunct sports leagues, but also about you know uh, NFL and the current leagues as well. So. Oh, that's interesting. Last yeah. week we did the uh, we did the Harbaugh Super Bowl, you know, because Kaepernick was in the news. So we're like, oh, okay. okay, let's do oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's fun. Even games that you kind of remember, you don't remember them enough to really. Oh have yeah, don't know who did advantage. what. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to talk through what they think they remember, and then we get to watch the game and see what actually happens. Wow. Uh, so that's been really fun. And on Thursday nights at nine, I've been doing a thing called Fifty Toasts. A few years ago, I did a thing in New York called 50 Lunches. It just gave me an excuse to get out of the house and go see 50 people that I knew and liked and hadn't seen in years. Um, and so this is the new cyber version that I can do on Zoom. It's a chance for me to catch up with 50 friends. And that one's been a little bit heavy the last few weeks. We've been talking about some of the big social you know, events. I, I talked to Brian Miller. He's one of my great friends, and he owns a home kind of near where all the chaos was happening in Minneapolis. So I know Brian. We, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's great. And he's one of my you know, great contributors to Quick Snaps and a good friend. And so it was cool to, he, to hear his experience and 
you know, there's literally guys in riot gear on the streets and, you know, there's some threats of that, that neighborhood being on fire. I mean, just to hear him talk about all these events was really interesting. And then we kind of talked about what's next for the culture. And my mom, who is a very thoughtful, progressive septuagenarian, calls me and goes, uh, you know, two white guys talking about social injustice. Maybe <laughs> you got to talk to somebody who doesn't look like you. So the next week I, I talked to Al Jackson, who's... Great Love Al comic. Jackson, Clevelander. Yeah, Al's great and thoughtful and great at distilling complicated stuff down to its essence. And we had a great talk about race and the nature of where we are and what we do now. And uh, and and this week I'm talking to Todd McComas. You know Todd? I don't know Todd. No. Todd is a great guy. One of one of my kind of friends from way back in the day, out of Indianapolis, and a former cop. So. Uh-huh. Well, I'll ask him some tough questions, and we'll we'll kind of hear about that side of the desk from him. Um, so, yeah, on Thursdays we're doing that. So both of them are at nine o'clock, and it's Facebook Live. On Facebook the Live, page. okay, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. We'll direct yeah. people to that. Uh, anything Anything else you're up to? You want to plug? No, that's it. I, I you know, I'm going to kind of. I'm expanding a little bit more of here and there on social media. Come find me at whatever your favorite is. I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram and Facebook okay. and Twitter. Facebook in particular has been kind of a fun home base for me. The fan page, we're doing the football memes and lots of stuff there. And then, of course, Twitter is sort of my joke playground. That's where all the jokes go sure. to try themselves out. <laughs> sure. so, so if you're interested in that kind of thing, come to Twitter for that. Another thing um, I'll plug for you is, uh, you, this is a couple of years ago, but you were mentioning the poker thing, and if people are interested, uh, you, I believe you were on Jackie Cation's podcast explaining, and you did a really good job of explaining uh, poker to us lay people, and uh, so I'd recommend that to people if they're curious as to how all this it's works. It's so funny. I love her podcast. If people oh, yeah. Go, go check it out. It's oh, yes. It's called The Dork Forest. Yes. And basically, every week, they pick one, well, they talk to one person about their dorky passion, right? Right. And and so usually it's comic books and, you know, people who love Star Wars, whatever their particular weird little niche in the dork universe is. Um, so when she talked to me, I gave her three choices. I said, well, my three are poker, fantasy football and chess. And uh, she said that she had somebody who uh, who had done fantasy baseball. And so she felt like she sort of had that covered. And uh, and then she, I think she had a couple different gamer sort of characters who played board games. Uh, but she said, I never talked to anybody about poker. And I said, all right, let's go. do it. I did uh, the history of football concentrating on defunct leagues and uh, teams. Oh, really? With yeah, her? I didn't know you ep- did that. Episode 100, yeah. Ah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So... Talked about that, yeah. Lo- I'm, so, I'm, like I'm, the Steagles, like what kind of stuff did you have? The in there? the World Football League, the the USFL, uh, all that, the <laughs> the all four American football leagues, yeah. And we didn't even uh, that's fascinating. Didn't even cover all. But like I said, that's what I do for. Well, part of my job at the shirts T-shirt company is to do that. In fact, I finally, after two years, we finally completed our World Football League collection and the USFL collection. So you can get any USFL or WFL shirt from OldSchoolShirts.com, and um, yeah, and oh, the, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll follow you. I'm also doing the social media for it now because our digital marketing gal is overwhelmed. So I'll follow you on the old school shirts Instagram and Twitter and everything, and you follow back, and you'll be able to keep up with all the all the fun stuff. We have a new shirt you'd be interested in. 
Uh, it's I, an, I, I throw it at, it, let me hear it. What it, is it? Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Oh, well, that's cool. Two versions, one in Braves colors, one in Falcons colors. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's cool. I love a t-shirt company. I didn't know you were doing we, that. Yeah, that's it's, it's Josh's t-shirt company. Oh, gotcha. Right, gotcha. yeah. So Old School's a spinoff of that. And we um, we came to him years ago when he started this and said, hey, if you ever want to do this for Cleveland, let us know. And then they did. So we ran the online Cleveland t-shirt thingy. And then they stopped doing it, but then they started doing it again, which was kind of weird. But um, yeah, so I'll send you the link to the Atlanta Old School shirts and uh, whatnot as well when we get off the... Do you guys do Athens? Do you do Athens, Georgia? We have some Athens stuff, um, although not probably as much as we should. Yeah, we need. If you have any suggestions, uh, I'm please. not the right one, but I can point you in the right direction if you want. Oh, I cool. mean, there's some places that I used to love. As you know, I mean, you're sure 21 and running around, yeah, yeah. and trying to, trying to figure out how to be a comic. Those are days that are warm in your heart. You that, know, that's what it's all about, man. That's uh, and it's it's weird too <laughs> because uh, we um they decided to do a bunch of Facebook ads and they're noticed and sales have really gone up. And of course, you know, Facebook is terrible for the main brand of Cincy shirts. And I'm like, well, it makes sense because all the people that shop at our site are folks my age and we're all on Facebook and people that usually buy from Cincy shirts are more young, hipper people like my daughter and my youngest daughter. And they're not on Facebook at all. (laughs) They're all on your Instagrams and your Twitters and all the, right. Yeah. yeah, It's hard to keep up, man. It's a constantly churning universe. Yep. But uh, but us old guys can stay up with it, so it's not <laughs> not too bad. All right. Well, uh, well, great, man. Appreciate you taking the time today. I'll let you get back in case nap time ends soon. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check out that. So Thursday, at, well, see, Thursday at nine, uh, I'll probably be a little difficult time catching. So I'm back to doing trivia again, doing it live for the first. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, got to host that on Thursdays from seven to nine, and then but the Friday one I'll try to catch for sure. Yeah, up right it's, it's Wednesdays and Thursdays, and they're on Facebook Live, so you don't have to watch them live. You can scroll oh, okay. back and just and oh, you that's can true. skip through and, and see how the fantasy throwback thing works. Nice. And, okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun to check to check out. Well, so, great, man. Yeah, we're looking forward to doing it tonight. Well, super. All right, sounds good. Well, I'll let you get to it then, and uh, have fun there in Southern California. And uh, sure. best wishes to the, the whole family and all, and uh, talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for reaching out, man. Good Thanks for talking. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thanks to Kostaki for being on the show. You can find all your Kostaki needs. I believe it's just Kostaki.com. C-O-S-T-A-K-I. Well, just Google it. The Google machine will tell you what to do. So Kostaki.com, and you can uh, go to Facebook and look him up there, and you can follow his uh, live Facebook shows there. I believe he said on Wednesday and Thursday nights as well. Uh, running way behind, as you can imagine, because this is probably not even going to get uh, posted until Tuesday, so it's two days late already. Track of the week from the weekend. The song is called uh, In Your Eyes. Um, I, the big, huge hit, of course, uh, this winter was Blinding Lights, which everybody loved with the number one in several countries, including the United States and Europe, uh, I mean, and the U.K., I can't even talk right now. It's so late and I'm so tired. Uh, but this one is, uh, I believe it's still currently climbing the charts. Uh, they're playing it a lot on Radio 1. It's top 20 in the United States. I, I still think it's climbing. I don't think it's moving back down the chart, but I don't really listen to chart radio in this country, so I'm not 100% sure, but it's still a good tune as well. And uh, if you haven't heard it already, I think you're going to dig it. And if you haven't heard it already, we're well, going to dig it again. So here now is our song of the week on PFT Recorder, The Weekend Blinding Lights. So long and thanks for listening. 
look at you in your eyes I see there's something burning 